From the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delp and Brian Gracely, presented by a Cloud Guru, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome back to the Cloudcast. We're coming to you live from the massive Cloudcast studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hi, Brian. Hi, Amy. Thanks. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, after doing the show for seven years, it's uh, it's nice to have a new voice introduce it. So, uh, Amy Lewis, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> um, never send me the show notes, or I'll try to read your introduction. I think that's the lesson we just learned here. Yeah. I've wanted to do that forever, by the way. So... Uh, as a as a co podcaster, somebody else who podcasts, I have a serious question to ask you. So you 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 listen to a bunch of podcasts, other podcasts, correct? Correct, correct. And and obviously, like the new thing on podcast is, especially if it's like a good podcast, a big famous podcast, like they have advertisers, and you know it's it's everything from like uh, job finding sites to food delivery to underwear to you know cash apps to whatever. Um, and they all have, you know, some sort of like, hey, go to go to whatever slash, you know, the name of their podcast and you get a discount, right? Sure. So I'm wondering, so we don't have one of those, but I feel like like our listeners do wear underwear and do, you know, need to eat and other things. Like, should we give away other people's things just in case our listeners aren't listening to those podcasts? I mean, do I feel like we're leaving them out of discounts they should get? <laughs> Well, I mean, anybody who's a Howard Stern listener is probably now the proud owner of a squatty potty. So I, I think there's a whole untapped market um, for underpants and, and other unmentionables. So um, the cloud unmentionables, I, I'm not sure what those are. Well, and I'm not I, even I, trying to, I'm not even trying to, you know, like have our own. I'm just trying to say, like, should yeah. we be looking out for our guests, like discount things? Because they well, got to buy yeah, stuff. That's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. Um, whatever. I, and, and I guess maybe they don't even, to your point, line up with the content of the podcast. So right. uh, um, maybe you, you ask your, your, you know, intrepid listeners what it is they'd like to see more discounts on. Are they uh you know, yeah, they. I'm sure they they put their underpants on one leg at a time. They get their food delivery service. Their shoes. I've heard. I've heard pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, to the point that it's almost more fun when it's so out of sync with what you're listening to on the podcast. Um, it, it has nothing to do with anything, and thus is shocking and memorable. I know. I know. And we. I mean, we have we have one great sponsor. We love the folks from A Cloud Guru. But like, I do sort of miss that we don't get to ad lib. Uh, ad reads on the show. That would be sort of fun. I would sort of interrupt the the flow of the show, but I feel like it would be kind of fun. Right, right. To have like dentine gum. Yeah. Or, yeah just, I, I think you should look for the most out of place ad. Uh, that would be my goal. Yeah. Okay. Well, we may have yeah. to look for that. We'll, we'll add, folks, if you have any, if you have any ads you'd like us to to pass along promo codes from, we'll we'll look out for you. All right. So, or or, or maybe you go fully local and like it's you know little Johnny's PTA, um, you know, cup scout pack three twenty seven. Just just ones in Raleigh. Well, I mean Raleigh Raleigh is Raleigh is is about to become big time, right? Like people think we're going to get the Amazon thing. Yeah. People think we're going to get the Apple thing. We're like importing earthquakes so that we can be like the West Coast. There's I mean, a lot going on. I'm I'm gonna you know, the next avocado pit I come across. It's gonna be a tree um, in my yard. There I'm committed. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Listen, um, tell folks what you are up to these days. What uh, what keeps you employed? Well, um, my day job. I am the director of influence marketing for the NSBU, which stands for Networking and Security Business Unit at VMware. Ah, and we had your friend uh, Peter Ulander on a few weeks ago. Yes. Um, 
Peter was uh was in the office. I just came back from HQ. Um, so yep, got to see got to see Peter uh, live and in person just yeah. yesterday. So your job, um, obviously, it's a marketing job. How much of it's sort of a technical job, like doing you know important technical stuff? Um, well, it depends on how technical you want to talk about. Um, you know, turning the computer off and on, getting the Yeti equipment set up. That's pretty much where we are. Okay. So, so our job is to enable the technical folks to tell their story. It really yeah. is a, a question of platforms. So basically, I'm like the AV club. Okay. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Now, second question. We are getting we're getting kind of close to summertime. Things are getting warm. Um, so I have a question. So I have a, I have a guy question to ask you as a mm. as a woman. So I have sort of a fashion question to ask you. Um, at what point um, is it a weather thing? Is it a is it a how old you are? Like at what point is a guy is it acceptable to start unbuttoning more buttons on the shirt? I'm seeing this more and more like on TV, in ads. Like when is that more appropriate? Um, well, that's a, a that's a very uh, fraught question. That's a, really a cultural question, I would say, mm. um, because my, my good friend and uh, colleague, Luca Costa, um, who, speaking of AB Club, um, helps us do a lot of the video work and uh, podcast work that we do an expert out in LA and Italian. And that is a, a two button rule. So you can go two buttons unbuttoned. Um, when you go to the third button, um, he lets us know that's Greece. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. So it depends really on your country of origin. Um, at any age, two buttons, if you're Italian, three buttons, if you're Greece. And then I think uh, it really is in your fifties or sixties, at which point you become um, master of your own destiny. And I think that's true uh, across gender lines. Because once you're, I, I'm fully looking forward to 50 and and abandoning all rules and normalcy, um, because I'll have crossed a certain chasm and be be ready just to flaunt fashion rules. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, listen. Um, so at this point, people are probably like, "Where in the world are they going with all this stuff? When, when will they get to? When will they get to some point? <laughs> the point? Uh, is, Any point? Is this just a? Is this just a, a coffee conversation at Starbucks? Um, wait, wait. Read to the sponsorship right now is where we need a sponsorship. That's right. You know. mm-hmm. um, so what I want to talk about is, and this is this is really sort of an experimental show, and so that's why you're you're a good guest and a good host for this because we like to bounce ideas off of you. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about kind of women in tech events, um, when there are women in tech brunches at events, um, how women get picked to be on panels. I'm trying to kind of understand this this subculture. Um, and, and I kind of want to understand it from a woman's perspective, because you've you've lived through some of this. Uh, we know from from other guests, um, you know, they've been they've been part of these activities. Like, give us some perspective. Like, what what are they for? How do they come across? Like, in terms of women's participation, is it something you enjoy doing? Uh, just give us a sense of sort of how, what that side of the world is like. Sure. And, you know, it's not that I can, of course, let's start with a caveat. I can't speak for the entire sisterhood. Um, but a lot of us often make jokes of like, yes, everybody knows each other. Um, you know, and some of it is because uh, at events, we get our our own our own glamorous bathroom, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, truly, that's like a, a place of our own. Um, because in uh, unfortunate earlier years, and I, I'm happy to say this is changing, particularly at uh, at certain conferences where there's been concerted effort, or it's just been more appealing to women for whatever reason. Um, 
you might have to stand in line for even a minute. But secretly, we are in there just relaxing and, and you know, hanging out yeah. because it's, you know, a quiet space in the ladies' room. Um, I, and I think everybody everybody's different. I've seen, I've seen and spoken at ones that I think are just tremendously well done. And I think they're, they're done with a particular agenda that's not just like, here, I'm going to teach you how to be a woman, but just educational opportunities that may be of interest. Um, things that are uh, that are empowering, but it's not all kind of rah rah and power and power. Um, it, it's actually just kind of a targeted learning opportunity based on uh, a characteristic that that may may mean some shared enjoyment on a particular thing, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, and those honestly have been very open to men and women, but featuring uh, women speakers, which I think is a pretty exciting way to do it. So the audience is, is a bit mixed, um, even if it is maybe 80% women. Um, but the, the panels and the, the speaking and the hosting and the moderating and the emceeing and all of it is uh, woman-led, which is kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I, I've done these before myself. I like to do them where I don't talk about it at all. I just make sure that all the guests are women. Um, because I think sometimes you have to, you have to lead normalcy by being normal. Right. And I think you have to speak up. So it's it certainly come up, uh, in my life frequently. Um, and more than one time I've heard, you know, well, we would have had women, but we just couldn't find any that were qualified. Um, and anyway, I, I hope we can put in the show notes, one of my favorite Twitter accounts, um, satire accounts is man who has it all, uh, who basically, it reverses things that you would hear. He changes the gender of, of common tweets um, or common sayings. And I think it originated coming off of women's magazines. So it, you'll wake up and it'll be like, you know, men wake up early, you know, wife's gone to work, time to stress about your weight and eat two almonds. Um, you know, helpful things like that. Yeah. Um, but one of the, the most beloved threads was one where I think it was a, it said a history teacher was looking for famous men in history and having, having trouble coming up with them. Um, and you know, it was, it, it just the, the wisdom of crowds, right? People like, wasn't, didn't Cleopatra have a husband? You know, didn't he do something? <laughs> or like, it just went on and on like this. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of my, that's kind of my answer. I've heard too often, like, we just can't find a woman who fits the bill. Uh, you're not looking, right? You're not right. looking. Yeah. Have you been invited to events or been invited to be on panels and they sort of go, well, you know, we'd love to have you on. I mean, we definitely want to have a woman on the panel. Um, and that, that sort of sneaks its way in, um, to the, to the decision process. Um, I said out loud, and again, I won't name the guilty parties of I'm nobody's token. Um, but yes, said in a public setting. So, uh, none of us appreciate that either. I I do understand that somebody has got a lead, but I love what I'm seeing in the community of take somebody with you. Um, I think there's a, it's like a, the ultimate Amway scheme. I mean, we hear about the boys network, the good old boys network. Um, I, I think things can work in reverse. People, uh, people are going to gather and cluster and pair and bond based on some shared quality, right? And it can be any number of things. But if you have friends in the industry who fit the bill, um, and, and provide a diversity of voice for whatever slice that is, you know, um, and there's a million of them. I love diversity of voice works. I always try to have diverse teams because as much as you try to think outside your own narrow confines, it's just easier when you, when you add anybody to it, that's not like you for any reason, age, time and career, 
um, cultural background, anything. It it really does improve the conversation. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And, and you know, part of part of where we're sort of going with this, and and I want to bounce this idea off you, and maybe yeah. <clears throat> maybe we should have bounced it off you just in an email, but I thought we'd bounce it off on the show. So. I think if we go back and look at the guests that have been on the Cloudcast, we probably, you know, the makeup of the guests probably look very much like a lot of tech events. It is, you know, very male dominated. Um, you know, we've been, we've had a number of female guests, um, you know, but not in any sort of large proportion, maybe more so than anywhere else. And, you know, I think we, we, we try very hard with, with sort of all the guests where, you know, we're trying. We always tell people, look, we, we just want to. We just want your passion to come across. We're not trying to. We don't have really any agenda with what we're trying to do. Um, but I, I suspect that somewhere in there, like everything that that we do on the show is is us interviewing somebody else, right? So, no matter what their point of view is, it always sort of comes across from whatever questions that we ask them, whatever research that we've done. And so, I've been thinking about this: is would the show improve? Is there a possibility we could improve the show? By sort of getting out of the way. And, and but what I mean by that is if we said, look, we're the one thing that the show has is the show has a, a reasonably large following. Um, it has a great, consistent following. Um, we're very lucky that, that people come back week after week. And if you were somebody new trying to start a podcast or you were somebody who said, look, you know, I'd love to be more visible, right? I think I have interesting things to say or I'd like to have an opportunity to talk to people like – Building a platform is is sort of hard. It takes a long time. Um, and so my thinking is, what if we went out uh, looking for some some new guests, new hosts, not new guests, new hosts. So it's in essence, we went looking for some female hosts and we said, look, we're going to get out of the way. We're just simply going to uh, give you access to the platform. We're going to let you pick the guests. We're going to let you pick the topics and and sort of see where the conversations go from there. Um, just in terms of, of diversity of perspective, diversity of uh, ideas and so forth. Just to use, like you said, um, you know, wouldn't in any means be the Cloudcast for Women show. It would just be the Cloudcast with uh, Wait, with with women hosts that week, right? I mean, obviously, because otherwise you would have to make the clouds pink. But right, exactly, that's pink washing, right? That's, that's what right. We do. Because we ladies love that. That's right. Cloudcast for brunch. <laughs> Cloudcast for brunch. And um... I really didn't know. Was, I just like food. I didn't know that brunch was uniquely our meal, but apparently it is. That's right. That's right. So, so <laughs> just just kind of spitballing it. Um, yeah. Where wh- wh- where's the, where's the bad side of that? What am I missing? What would be? Well, I'm sure I, maybe I'm not clever enough to come out with all all the bad sides because there always seems to be one. But I, honestly, I love. I love the concept of sharing a platform because I think in our, our effort to do things differently, that's just it. You have to do something differently and you offer, you offer what you can. And I, I have seen a lot of great movement on Twitter of people saying, and men and women, anyone can do this. If you're asked to be on a panel and I have also witnessed this. And again, I won't call out names or, or, or publicly shame anybody here, but I watched somebody from stage, you know, call that into question say we've got to diversify the people who speak but they didn't like to speak at things that weren't more diverse and i i think you can use your power as a um a, a speaker and i think you can use your power as a platform owner and and you and aaron have done such an amazing job i i sort of i smile i think back to the first time i i saw you record live and i didn't even know what a yeti was here's this big studio mic and 
and you know we're recording a podcast what is this and and this has gone on you guys have put the sweat equity in it's an amazing thing the guests are always interesting you guys ask interesting questions um hopefully a lot of us have been able to learn from you and and like you said maybe take up arms and and try it ourselves to share that platform and and the the audience is an amazing gift i think that's a really cool concept yeah you know, I, my my thought process was, and I and I don't know where I heard it from. Somebody, you know, somebody was talking in in some other context, and they said, "Look, you know, at some point you you have a lot. Um, you know, if if you keep sort of hoarding it to yourself, uh, you know, you 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 sort of miss out on the opportunity to to I don't know provide something else more than than what you do. And you know, I think we've we've done an okay job in in terms of educating people. We do try and and give back through things like the Krispy Kreme and other stuff. But this feels like something that we could do. That if we did it right, and this is where we'd love to get some feedback from the community, we'd love to get uh, people to suggest to us um, people that might be great hosts. And and my thought process is, you know, back in the day, you used to have people like David Letterman or Johnny Carson would have comedians come on the show, and it would end right. up, you know, it would launch careers it, of some it people, would launch careers, and other, yeah. you know, in other cases, it was just filling time and so forth. Um, you know, what I don't want this to turn out to be, um, and maybe it would, I don't know, is, hey, you know, we're letting you rent some space, um, but this will always sort of be our thing. Our, our hope would be at some point, you know, if we have people that come on and do it repeatedly, um, people love the personality, they love the shows they put on, whatever format they want to do it is, you know, let us help go, uh, you know, kind of plant a thousand flowers, like help, yeah. help, you know, help create somebody else's show for them and then get out of their way and just sort of give them a few years of experience. Yeah. Essentially something like that. Um, yeah, no, you know, I think it, that's fantastic. And it, I love your analogy because I think the thing we forget is sometimes, sometimes a great comedian is launched and sometimes you just have a really great show. You know, I, I used to work in publishing and, um, one of the most meaningful things someone taught me is every author isn't meant to write multiple great books. And you think about that, right? Because you think about maybe your favorite book, and it's very profound, but maybe that was that author's one great book. There's no thing that says you have to be a serial operator. Right. Um, so I think that's kind of what you're saying here, right? Some people, it may be a, one great guest, or maybe that'll incite them to like go try and, and start their own show. Everybody's got a different uh, everybody's got something different to give. So I love the flexibility in this as well, because it can, it's sort of a self self, uh, chosen path. Yep. Yep. So here's my next question for you, because yeah. the, the one challenge of this, um, is podcasting is like anything else. It, it, it ends up being, um, somewhat better after a number of repetitions. It's like anything, yeah. you know, the more you practice, the more you get to do it. And the last thing we would want to do is have somebody say, well, I'd like to do it, but I'm too nervous. Um, how you know any suggestions because i'm i'm really kind of not totally sure how to go about soliciting ideas for people or soliciting people or whatever but like how do you think we go about trying to find people that you know have a personality that you know is going to be drawn towards doing this because again it's it's a lot of talking it's some research and stuff like that um you know but also th there's a part of me that that wants this to be uh, flexible and open and, and, and try and help a lot of people. But at the same time, you know, I want to be respectful of, of the current Cloudcast listeners and not sort of have them be like, oh, okay, it's, uh, you know, this is like, this is like a Wednesday night amateur hour and we're just, you know, we're going right. to get whatever. And, uh, you know, so I'm trying to figure out how do we best find uh, 
people that are super passionate about it, um, try and make them successful, but at the same time, you know, figure out what that the right bar is for starting things or just, you know, how do we, how do we find people that want to do this, um, and have some sort of vetting process that doesn't seem like it's arbitrary, if you will. No, no, no. Um, well, uh, totally appreciate it. And I will just gently say that, of course, this is true on both sides of the fence. I know yep. you're not saying that as a gendered comment. Um, we, we, you and I personally, I'm sure have conducted um, many a stink bomb interview, like mm-hmm. you said, on the, on the road to trying to be less of a stink bomb interview. Um, and uh, you never know. And, and to your point, you don't want somebody to give up after one try. You don't want to, people to be nervous. Uh, and, and this, again, it cuts across gender lines. Oh, yeah. I, I, I personally love like an Amway scheme. Um, as in, I, I think that could be fun to have a person then nominate and challenge somebody. Um, see if they, they take up the mantle. Uh, I think that it's almost like a buddy system, that it's all always great to have somebody maybe I certainly benefited from an apprenticeship with you guys. I've talked to you both on air about this. We did on the geek whispers, getting, getting tips from you guys about, um, effective podcasting and how to do it over the long haul. I I've certainly asked a million questions in private as well. Um, so there are, there are research, there's research of multiple kinds. So I think that, you know, having a little bit of a support system, like you said, you're offering and a buddy system so that people could have access to people to answer questions of how to go from from just starting to to good to great. Um, I think there's a lot of different support systems that could come could come with this. And and, you know, I think when the, the content and the topic are interesting, it, it is a matter of getting people used to hearing different voices talk about it, to be honest. Yep. You, you and I have talked for a lot of years, and you introduced me to several sports, um, you know, commentators that really broke into this field, and they their voices have made a lot of us not feel strange to hear sports coming through a particular tone of voice that's not a guy. Um, we, it, it's, and I think that's what this is about too. Honestly, like we're in people's ears. Um, voice tone helps. And the more times you, the different, the different tones of voice you hear talking about things, uh, you know, right now, unfortunately, I think women talking about technology can be as shocking to somebody as having a little kid talk about nuclear physics, right? Right. right. There is just this disjointedness, um, that we have to normalize. So I think it's, it's just getting people out there using that who knows somebody who knows somebody and then repeat, repeat, repeat. Yep. Yep. Well, listen, let me do this. So, uh, in, in the most simplest way, we'll probably end up writing something up and put it on the, on the website and all, but, but for now, if you're listening and you go, Hey, I I think I know somebody would be good. Or you're listening and you say, I would like to, uh, throw my hat in the ring. Um, you know, hit us up a couple different ways. Um, show at the cloudcast.net. Uh, you can hit us up at Twitter, um, at the cloudcast net. Um, you know, just kind of find us through one of the public ways. You know, if you just want to say like, Hey, can I DM you? Or again, if you want to shoot us an email, um, show at the cloudcast.net, um, you know, let us know if you're interested, let us know if you have somebody that you're like, I would love to hear so-and-so, um, give this a try and we'll, um, you know, we'll start sort of vetting through the process. And again, the goal of this is to make this, um, something that, that happens on a regular basis. Uh, we, you know, the challenge of, of podcasting is always, is always scheduling and finding time for people to do it and finding them to find guests and all that other thing. So, you know, w- this is still super 
you know, again, this is just a, a brainstorming session on maybe how to make this useful. But, uh, you know, hit us up if, if you're interested. We're, we're very open to ideas and we'd love to, to sort of meet new personalities that we may not have met before. So, well, listen, let I, me, yeah, go ahead. And I have to say, like, uh, you know, uh, spoiler alert, I want to throw my name in the, the ring just because <laughs> I, I did, I had this opportunity when you, you brought this up with me. I immediately thought of this person who I got to meet on a panel recently and, she was just the coolest and we talked forever. And I thought, how on earth have you not been quote unquote on the circuit before? You know, it was like her first panel and she's got a cool job. I won't reveal too much because I hope we can, we can get her. Um, but, but she's got really interesting things to say. And, and anyway, so your, your concept um, paired really well with my realizing, I mean, duh, it's like a duh moment, Amy, but there are all these amazing stories yet to be told. And, and it's sometimes it's just lucky circumstance that you get to hear it. Cool. Well, very cool. Well, yeah, well, so, um, you know, we'll, we'll put it in the ring and, and hopefully we can, we can materialize some of these. Um, so last thing before we wrap up, um, your kids play soccer. Um, yes. and as a, uh, as a spry 29 year old, you are now starting <laughs> to play soccer. <laughs> number one, number one, why are you doing that? <laughs> um, I have to, I'm not, I'm a method actor. You know this about me of all things. Like I, it's hard for me to watch just like podcasting, right? It's hard for me to watch and not try it. Um, and so I have taken them to so many games over the years. I've sat on the sidelines. I coached, I wanted to see what I could do. I played my first full 11 aside game last week and I had an assist. I was so proud. They truthfully, they completely ignored me. Um, until I got the assist and then they, they put somebody to, to watching me. <laughs> they were like, Oh, yeah. maybe she's not as incompetent <clears throat> as she first appears. I'm actually as incompetent as I first appear, but still I play with a lot of heart. Yeah. No, this is a, this is a all women's league or, or co-ed or, oh, I mean, cause you're, a, you're in Chapel Hill, which is a very soccer rich uh, area. Uh, it, well, true story uh, without again, revealing too many details about my personal life. One of my kids is, is coached indirectly by an Olympian. Not one, but two gold medals. Like, this is an insane place for women's soccer. It's very right. cool. Um, and, you know, half of the U.S. women's team plays for our local team, the NC Courage. That that would be my ad. Go Courage. Um, but the uh, – no, this is a mixed over 40. So the secret is you have to be old and you can't, like, run into each other. Okay. Ha- it's no contact. Nice. Nice. Which I'm, I'm already – I figure that out. Now, again, you, do, you, you do know that that means that, that you still can get hurt. Old people can just get oh. hurt just running oh, around. Oh, my gosh. Somebody collided into me and I almost turned my ankle. But when I figured out that I could also use my body as a weapon and they didn't want to run into a girl. Yeah, I totally shielded a ball out because somebody was afraid they would run into me because somebody had just collided into me. I I hope my team is not listening because the guy was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, it's fine. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) All right. Last last little things. Uh, Do you have a pick? Do you have a do you have like a, a favorite pick and a dark horse pick for the World Cup? Um, everybody's going for Germany. Uh, I just can't. I'm sorry. I just can't. My, my sort of Cinderella sweetheart team is probably Costa Rica. Um, just because I love Kaylor Navas and I know you're going to make fun of me, but I would argue in soccer, you can't just have the glory seeking strikers. There's plenty of those. You got to have great goalies and Kaylor Navas is, you know, if the man might be 40, um, he's like Buffon from Italy. He's like one of the older season goalies and he's, he's freaking incredible. Um, it's just fun to watch. So watch Costa Rica just to watch him keep things out of the back of the net. Um, but my, my heart is with Brazil and I know that makes me seem like everybody in the world, but my very favorite player, William is a uh, Brazilian and is, uh, on their starting 11. Yeah. 
Yeah, I always, you know, uh, I always root for Brazil. Um, I, I like the idea of having one name. I think uh, that makes a big deal. I mean, yeah, like William, Marcelo, Dabinha, like yeah. it's like everybody. Yeah. So I like them, and then my dark horse is uh, is Iceland. I feel like they're sort of like oh. the, they're like the Minnesota of uh, of the World Cup. They they are. I mean, honestly, those guys are working at like the Icelandic equivalent of Home Depot, or like they're postal workers. And this is true. And then they go out. And they, it's not like here in Chapel Hill where we get 80% sunny weather. It is – they're playing on ice. <laughs> they're, this is not an easy – I think I they know. Play, the whole land is made of ice. It's oh right in the God. name. It's, it's right there. It's incredible. It was so much fun to watch them four years ago. Yeah. All right. Last question for those of you. Since we started the show with podcasts, we'll end it with podcasts. Do you have a favorite soccer podcast? Um, you know, the the – the people I listen to most um, look for the two Robbies. It's the number two Robbies and soccer commentary can be kind of annoying. So my second tip is listen to anything in Spanish. If you um, please at least listen to one world cup game fully in Spanish. If you speak it, then you're like, okay, duh, Amy, I do that already. If you don't, it is, it is truly the best. Like nobody yells goal like these people. That's a podcasting voice right there. Yeah. Um, but the two Robbies, they are, they're friends and they have that rapport that makes podcasts so listenable and they're just smart and funny and just love what they do. And they're, I don't know. I don't like listening to sports commentary where they try to tear people down to be, you know what I mean? Like they're trying to be the mean, cool kids. Yeah. Um, these guys just love it and they're honest and direct but it's not like they're never mean. That's no fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and most of them never played. So it's really, you know, they shouldn't be mean. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, listen, since you started the show, I will wrap it up. Uh, folks, thanks. Uh, Amy, thanks for being on the show as always. Uh, folks, thanks for listening. As we said, uh, if you have suggestions uh, for our for our sort of grand experiment here, um, send, them, send them to us either via Twitter or email. The details are in the show notes. And uh, Aaron should be back next week. I know we've all been traveling a lot. But uh, folks, thanks for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more podcasts, show notes, and everything social media. And visit acloud.guru for all your cloud training needs.